0: Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs and bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits need a long nap. Where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at. Where
1: my mom's at. Podcast!
0: With
1: Christina P. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for downloading this episode of Where My Mom's At. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Some business before we get started with the fun today i have leanne kreischer and i'm so excited but let's get into it i have some live dates coming up i will be um at burbank at flappers in the yoohoo room september 26th just working out new stuff it's an intimate room just come hang out very loosey-goosey and then october 3rd through 5th nashville at Zanies. and then october 10th i'm back at the yoohoo room flappers and burbank and then I do Irvine October 17th and then Pasadena at the Ice House, October 25th, that's on there twice. November 22nd, Seattle at the Neptune and then November 23rd, Portland at the Aladdin Theater. Tickets at Christina P online. I am also on the gram at the Christina P. I highly recommend you follow me there. I curate TikToks. I post various (laughs) mom-related things and... um, Yeah, that's it. And Twitter, whatever, Christina P. This episode of Where My Mom's At is brought to you by Buffy. Dreaming of comfier sleep? Meet Buffy, makers of super soft, earth friendly bedding. Because a comfy night's sleep is even comfier when it doesn't harm the environment. Buffy brings you everything you need from Cull's favorite comforters to pillows and sheets to turn your bed into a calming comfort zone. All of their products are made with recycled fibers and cool-to-the-touch eucalyptus fabric that's softer and more breathable than cotton to keep you at an ideal sleeping temperature all night long. Sleep with Buffy bedding in your own home before buying with a free trial, free shipping, and free returns every day. Feel for yourself why over 17,000 customers have given Buffy five stars. Take $20 off with the code WMMA at dot. Co. I love Buffy. Everything is made from ultra smooth eucalyptus fiber that feels even softer than Coptic. I've never even heard of eucalyptus fiber until I tried Buffy, and I love it, love it, love it. So check it out. Try it out. $20 off with code WMMA at Buffy.co. Thank you, Buffy. Now with me is my absolute favorite, Leanne <laughs> Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> she hosts a podcast called wife of the party if you have not checked it out yet you should definitely get on it you're on youtube as well with that yeah yes I am. i know a lot of women like to watch yeah the podcast so they do
0: i think they put it on in the background while they're doing laundry or dishes or whatever yeah it is interesting that women tend to watch
1: yeah they like to see what we're doing yeah um so what have you been talking about on your show i've been sick so i've not been
0: um, last episode was about differentiated parenting. What's that? That is uh, where you have one kid that needs a lot more, more obviously than the other. Mm. Um, and how do you make sure, you know, fair is not equal, but how do you make it fair? You Interesting. know. Interesting. So that was, I think that was last week's. I, I've been hooking up with um, a psychologist mm. and an author. Mm. Uh, we've done several podcasts with them, Kristen and Jocelyn, about parenting coincidentally i've been talking about parenting a lot lately
1: yeah well you're an expert you're a varsity mom that's Uh, why you're here
0: varsity whatever
1: i'm jv you're a varsity Uh, i'm a cool mom you're a varsity mom i'm totally varsity but you're cool too i'd say you're a cool mom
0: too. definitely cool mom um
1: but yeah so (laughs) thank you not like a regular cool mom mom.
0: oh thank you thank you
1: (laughs) but um so wife of the party check that out and then um so last week on the show i dropped a beautiful photograph of my father and I. It was used as our Christmas card, believe it or not. That was your
0: Christmas card? I love this picture. What? I think it's awesome. Now, I didn't know it was a Christmas card now when you mm. tell me that mm-hmm. then I may be like mm, maybe a shirt would be a good idea see but I didn't know it's your Christmas card yeah. I thought it was just a picture no
1: that's why it gets weirder is because he took this is he grabbing your boob well that's the other so someone else pointed that out on Instagram they go well, why is his hand covering your boob now but this is pre-boob time but I remember at the time thinking like I have like breast buds yeah like maybe be cognizant of that like he just wasn't aware yeah yeah he's oblivious um but he's yeah that, good looking guy very handsome yeah, man, right. very charismatic my yeah. dad's very funny uh life of the party um is that a portrait of you over so, the fireplace yeah a lot of questions on that that was uh commissioned by one of his hoes my dad had a stable of bitches and some one of his girlfriends felt that that was a good thing to do it doesn't look a thing like me I don't know if you can see the eyes they're very almond I was a shaped. little
0: confused yeah I was confused I was it wasn't clear
1: yeah they look like a crescent moons and then it's like it's not even it's not accurate but anyway so you but you're pro shirtless photo is what I'm well, hearing you duh, say yeah
0: because I'm married to a shirtless man who is shirtless all the time he's usually pantless also so what? yeah what
1: what but he doesn't wear I thought he doesn't wear underwear he's told me that he doesn't wear underwear with his jeans that's correct so he's
0: nude all the time a lot of the time or he'll just put on a speedo just to hang out mm-hmm. so i think he really has sensory processing disorder mm-hmm. i really do because he doesn't like to have anything on his body yeah except hair <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and, he, and he's naked
1: and he does this in front, obviously in front of your two girls no, their whole no no no
0: he'll come out of our bedroom and go i'm naked everybody and then you know they have to proceed at their own risk
1: okay so but he, they they've seen his peener definitely Definitely,
0: yeah, yeah. Not, I don't know about recently. Uh, I think he's real good about announcing it, yeah, so that he can give them the option of (laughs) of not being involved in that. Yeah,
1: I I saw my dad's peener growing up a lot. You did. I did. Both my parents. I don't know if it's a European thing or just an obliviousness thing. I mean, we've talked about our moms and like their douchebags. And and my mother was like way
0: too into showing me her vag stuff. Oh, my mother on Saturdays would clean the house completely naked. Oh God, why? Vacuum naked, Why? queen blaring on the music in the background, just naked as a jaybird. But why? Because she said she was hot. So she didn't want to be hot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she must have had a banging body because she has,
0: yeah she looked like share from the neck down it was ridiculous
1: but could you imagine like i would be
0: so i i don't want my <laughs> i'm flabby i i jiggle oh like, i'd cause more cleanup because my kids would vomit if they saw me cleaning <laughs> naked so yeah no i would never do that i never saw my dad's penis though ever
1: so i saw my dad's penis a lot because he would part like. Ugh. like he would have so many girls around like gr- different girlfriends every weekend and yeah. then they would be naked sunbathing naked swimming he's just out of the shower naked <laughs> naked <laughs> naked and um at one point I told my mom and she told him like hey dum-dum your little girl is like 10 years old I think it's time to cover up your dong right because my friends would come over right and he, and I'd be like dad my friends are coming over can you put on a bathing suit and he's like just tell me when they're here. I'll put it on when they show up. <laughs> so then it became my responsibility right. to be like, Dad, cover your dick. My friends are here, which is not. It's not Sounds my healthy. Res- yeah, Super yeah. healthy.
0: <laughs> really healthy, positive parenting. Maybe not. Slightly off. <laughs>
1: slightly off. Uh. But um, so I've been getting a lot of emails. Um, so last week we discussed, someone asked me what they should tell their children to call their genitals. And instinctively I was like, penis vagina that sounds pretty good to me and then i you know i got on like a jokey tear of like actually let's call it dong you know dankle, wang schlong but i i I kind of feel like in general i'm not sure what the i mean some people are hung up obviously i don't have a a hang up on no calling it penis vagina
0: no i don't either yeah no we we called it vajay which uh, is close enough. Which is pretty close. And we say vagina, I mean, and, yeah. and boobs or breasts. But but I did a podcast, of one of my earlier podcasts, where I was talking to someone, and I can't even remember who who the guest was, but she was telling me how um, if you use the actual term, like penis and vagina, then then those body parts are normalized mm. from a very early age. True. So then there's no like transitioning into any kind of normalization that's just i mean it's just part of your body it's like saying elbow yeah i agree it's the same thing i agree especially once you
1: make people yeah once you're a mom you kind of see how arbitrary sex organs it's no different than creating an eyeball or a pe- penis yeah. or
0: yeah Ear be- wax same, yeah same <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's all sil- it's all flaps and folds of skin totally. i'm not sure why we can't just name the thing
0: i don't know either because it literally yeah. is just anatomy But it is kind of,
1: um, it is very clinical, I guess, on such a, it's a hidden part of your body.
0: Well, I think for how many generations? Well, not in our house, not in your house. No, not in my house either. (laughs) For generations, we were told to, you know, hide that or protect it or cover it up. Right. I I remember my grandmother, when I was really small, helping me put underwear on, going, shoo don't touch that <laughs> you know like it was like toxic what it, yeah and i was like okay she and said, i'm sure for years in the back of my brain i was like don't touch yeah. that that's nasty yeah so, so
1: she's putting her shame onto you yeah totally yeah that's so fascinating yeah, it's crazy. was she very religious uh
0: yeah 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 still sings in church today oh boy yeah really religious goes oh, every time the doors open but Isn't that nutty? it is because well I mean she's southern baptist and my understanding of that religion is you know sex is only for procreation pretty much. Yeah. So for you to embrace your vagina would be a, a, probably not very biblical. Right.
1: Anything, you know, no, no, so. of course not. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to think of what my mom because I think my mom, the one thing she did do well, I would say, is to be very straightforward. Like, it was a little too forward. Like, yeah. she would show me her oral sex creams by her bed. Oh, Lord. That's TMI. I know. And her um her edible panties that she would oh, have God. with her partners. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pina colada flavored panties. Try it. And I remember being like, I didn't even know what a pina colada was. Okay. I had to ask her, like, what's that flavor? It's, oh, it's alcohol drink. And, like... So it was a little too much. Yeah. However, by the time I became sexually active, I did not have hangups about my body and other, like it, it was actually kind of good in a way.
0: Yeah. I had the same experience. My mom was very, very um, open about her sex life and but her too, sexuality. Too much. It yeah. was too much. It yeah. was, uh, some might say it was, um, uh, like somebody told me once that it was like actually like child abuse when you're yeah open about it's it. it's called covert incest that's right that's right that's what someone told me <laughs> and i was like going. i was not incested you're crazy i was not molested or incested <laughs> right. but it was just creepy yes. but i do know at a certain point in my adult life i felt that being sexy was being like my mom me too So i wouldn't do that right too so i could be funny goofy cute girl goofball hang with the boys but i'm not a
1: sex pot nope a hundred percent and i my sexuality got so warped because of my mother's over sexuality yeah look at me today i'm like i gotta wear my hoodie (laughs) i'm on camera i gotta wear my (laughs) like i'm not comfortable being I don't I don't own high heels I have one nice pair that I wear once every three years for my husband and it hurts and I fucking yeah. hate wear like I can't walk on them it hurts yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it is because my mother was so so Overt. sexual yeah and yeah. I didn't want to identify it how sad and I kind of I it is sad it fuck it sucks yeah it does
0: suck because then you don't get to make a choice about yeah it.
1: like what who am I what, yeah. what would my sexuality and how I express it have been had right. it not been warped in a way by That's both right. my parents my dad was overly <laughs> sexual too yes he was you yeah. know he had porno magazines lying about that he didn't conceal like right you have a fucking mommy daddy drawer dude like lock up your drugs your guns yeah, totally. your, your porn yeah and the, he didn't yeah. conceal any
0: of it so i was consuming that early too right i was consuming that early as well my dad had playboys around that that were just out like on the coffee table, <laughs> you know <laughs> like, what? I you mean, have a well, little girl now. I mean, he's single dad, but he so had was mine, yeah. two roommates, right? And yeah. one of the other roommates had a child my age, so every other weekend they had, cust- they made sure they coordinated custody. So there was like one weekend with kids and one weekend that was just party. And then so <laughs> cool. they would alternate, priorities. right? Well, you gotta so, have your
1: priorities. Exactly, you, they're not dumb. You gotta party. I mean, how are you gonna have kids and not get ripped and party? You and can't, I mean, they're single
0: men. Find. They gotta bang some bitches yeah. on every other. Uh, don't
1: you let our single dads have that priority? My dad had the exact priority. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I'm gonna see you this weekend unless I'm gonna go party. And
0: no, then, my dad didn't do that. Oh, that's cool. Because he had the teammate, the other dad. So the two the two dads had the man. two kids. Yeah, and the, the, every other weekend was stand, like there was no like you have Leanne this weekend, you have Brandon next weekend. None of that was going on. We were the same weekend, always coordinated. So they had the other weekend to party.
1: Got you. Um, And so so what happened on party weekend? Is that when you saw pornography and- Well,
0: they'd just forget to clean it up, (laughs) right? By the time I got there, it'd still be out. So I think that was the standard issue. And then sweep it under the rug, put it in the cabinet. And then sometimes, you know, they're, they're dudes, they'd forget. Yeah. And then there'd be Playboys on and they had this one photo album my dad went to mardi gras every year and he just took pictures of boobs oh boy. like boobs and boobs and boobs and he had an entire photo album of boobs from mardi gras sure so sure. i was told i could never look through this photo album oh at least he had the
1: wherewithal to say don't look don't look but telling a kid don't yeah. do that yeah. is yeah. tantamount to just
0: do it it's yeah fun. yeah I so know. of course brandon and i would sneak in and go we gotta go look at the boob photo of album look at the boobs you know, for a long time, I was like, women are so beautiful. Of course. Um, I'm attracted to men, but I grew up looking at beautiful women because I was par- partly and mostly raised by my dad. Yeah. So I was exposed to sexuality in, in, um, looking at beautiful women.
1: Yes, me too. But
0: I've never been attracted to women, mm-hmm. but I just think they're really beautiful, you know?
1: Yeah, I think, I I talked to my shrink about this. Um, so when what happens when you find pornography at a young age mm-hmm. is that it's overstimulating to a child's oh. body and system, and you, like, it's so, you don't know what to do with that stimulation. Right. Right um because it is exciting on the one hand like you see naked photos or sex and you're like this is exciting but it's too much for you right so it does create a kind of trauma like kind of a warping interesting yeah it's just overstimulation
0: that's and, probably why my mom thought I was gay you know, uh, she asked me if I was gay I wasn't looking at any kind of porn or anything but she was like why would she assume you were She's gay? psychic duh <laughs> Getting my psychic Uh, vibes. Have you looked at Playboy? You're probably
1: gay. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well i remember loving those women too in playboy and um they were beautiful perfect perfect yeah. specimens. and
0: in the 70s they were like real yeah very real i mean not that they're not real now yeah but they looked different they're not real in the now. well they're totally different it's a totally yeah. different like those women you that was what my mom looked like because i'd seen her naked yeah That's god knows she we like both did yeah with a vacuum yeah <laughs> 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 super did poxy. she have big tits like mine yeah
1: and they would swing cuz yeah. that's what mom tits they swing yeah. every moment i know
0: yeah yeah
1: cuz i remember loving them and i loved the cartoons of playboy Me i remember too. Cause that's for, you know, that's the appeal. You're like, oh, and and like finding the bunny was so fun for me. Like after you figured out that neat trick, you're like, oh, where's the bunny on the cover (laughs) where the slut is? Yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, and then once I could read figuring out what the centerfold was, was kind of bizarre. And now looking back, you're like, those girls were like
0: 19. Yeah.
1: Which is like, you're a teenager. You're just a baby. It's
0: almost my daughter.
1: Yeah, she's
0: 15. Pretty close. Man, I can't even
1: believe they're
0: that old. I can't believe they're that old either. I really can't. I can't (sighs) believe Georgia will be driving next. No. Yeah, it's insane. I hate it. So you're. I love this that you're a
1: varsity mom, and you've also got two girls. I have two. I have two small boys, three and one. And you've got teenage girls yeah. that are 15 and 13.
0: Thir- <sighs> I'm in the thick of it. You're man. in the second dark forest. I <laughs> am in the second fucking dark forest. So yeah, what happens Let's Talk about it at this time? Okay. So I read this great book called untangled. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the author's name, but it's untangled. And she was a psychologist or still probably is at an all girls school. Mm. And she did a deep dive on what's going on in their brain in the teenage years is it's the same as the toddler years. Mm. So whatever happened for your kid as a toddler, behaviorally, mm-hmm. is probably gonna repeat oh, as Christ. a teenager. So like Great. Isla hit everybody and everything and was very volatile. And so we're getting into this, if something doesn't go her way, rah! And I'm like, yep, I recognize this kid, I had you as a toddler. But I didn't really know that. So reading the book kind of helped me kind of like troubleshoot ahead
1: so this book is called untangled but yeah. it's about raising teenage girls, girls specifically yeah. so sorry those us, boys well we'll i'm sure i'll read something down the line so this is for you guys listening that have teenage girls yeah and what about the influence of social media because i feel like you i mean that's got to be such the thing that's warping little girl i mean you and i grew up in an era thankfully of anonymity where you can right. make mistakes yeah and nobody really knew and right you didn't you didn't know what other kids were doing on the weekend. You didn't know the stuff you weren't being invited to. And now you know who's having more fun than you and who's cuter than you and who's got perfect skin. So what's that all about?
0: Well, I have a couple things to say about that. Um, One is we've talked to the girls about social media and about how what people present isn't necessarily real
1: or isn't how
0: they really feel. So you kind of have to take it as entertainment as opposed to like fact. Now the being left out of a party and stuff like that, that doesn't seem to bother my kids. Oh, that's cool. So uh, we got to pass on that one a little bit. We talked about it briefly, but they're like, I don't really give a shit. I'd rather stay (laughs) on with my dog. So maybe they're just not there
1: yet. How do I raise kids like that? I don't know. What did you do? I have
0: a lot of animals. Maybe that helps. That's the key. Maybe. But um, we also, I also said to them, I guess it was a girl in the community that we live in that sent um, naked pictures of herself to a boy who then shared it to 18 other oh, boys. no. And she was only 12. Oh, no. And you just it breaks my heart that this yeah. little girl doesn't feel like she has any power more than that, you know. But it was a great teaching moment for us to go, this happened with this young lady Um when we were young, if I wanted to give Dad a naked picture, I had to find a camera, yeah, make sure it had film, yeah, take or, the picture, or a
1: Polaroid, which was very expensive back in the day.
0: Well, that doesn't go for my my point. Was, oh, oh, sorry. Like, find the sorry, camera, I'm sorry,
1: find the camera. Yeah, make sure yes. it has film.
0: Take yeah. the picture. Yeah, take the film to the photo oh, mat. Yeah, wait a week. Yeah, get the pictures, put it in an envelope, and hand deliver yeah. it. That th- I mean, you had so much time to go. Maybe, maybe that's not that's, a great idea. That's
1: a really good point. And they
0: don't have that time. It's so mm. click, send, over. And then mm. the, you can't take it back. I mean, even if you take it back, you can't really take it back. It's mm. out there. It's in the internet. It can be found. So we explained that to them. We were like, you need anything you post. If you think it's a joke, if you think it's it's, it's um." it's risky just give yourself like 15 minutes go to the bathroom take a dump mm-hmm. and then come back and go is this a good idea mm-hmm. because if you send it you don't have enough time to say maybe that wasn't a good idea you
1: know what there should be and someone should do this is mm-hmm. um an app for teenagers or something you could put on the phone that it's a delay of at least a minute like you hit send on a text and i'd you, say an hour an now yeah and you get an hour, an hour to resend it so it doesn't actually send it That's for like brilliant. an hour Hello, million dollar freaking idea, you're welcome. It's a great idea. Yeah. Because um, I
0: don't think they understand consequence no um, the well, way the teenagers. that teenagers yeah oh, that, well on. i didn't understand qua- consequence but so i know 40. i wouldn't have fucking yeah. spent 40 hours getting one <laughs> picture developed for my boobs you know I would never have done that it was oh, too you? much time and
1: the humiliation of getting oh. the photo from the photoshop Well, you <laughs> right? know you know the whole right? staff saw you and right? your boyfriend naked or whatever the yeah. f- nasty shit you oh yeah my God. It
0: would be terrible
1: so and the negatives you used to have the negatives remember? yeah like, give me give the, the negatives, negatives. yeah like anyone's gonna do anything
0: burn them yeah. <laughs> dip them acid, anything, get rid of the negative. Of the negatives. But yeah, oh, social yeah. media, the hardest thing for me with them is that I feel like too much of it diminishes other parts of their life. Like their yes. focus, their, their want to hang out with other people or to connect with people. You know, we used to play board games all the time and now I have to drag them off their device to get mm. them to play something they actually enjoy. Like we'll be five minutes into it and they're having a blast. It's almost like a drug. It is a drug, And yeah. so we have this thing called Cyber Free Sunday. Mm, or Sunday, we, there's no, you cannot have a device. Mm-hmm. The only reason you can have it is if you have homework because I, George's entire curriculum is on her computer. Mm. So he can, she can use her school-issued computer, which is monitored by the school, so if she's doing anything like tiktok mm-hmm. they know and she's not supposed to do that on that device. But no cyber free Sunday. There's no device used for me too. I'm off of it too. Fantastic. So unless there's some emergency, you know, like if dad if dad is in Pittsburgh and has something urgent, he's texting me about. That's different. But yeah. But I, that's one. It's amazing by about noon on Sunday how different they feel. Like their energy is totally different. It's not frenetic. It's really grounded, and I think it just lets their brain rest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. i agree because uh, it does speed up how you do things it does um was it? elon musk was on joe rogan's podcast and yeah. he said that we are cyborgs already mm. because this what is this it's a miniature it's a tiny computer a and we're cyborgs already and i thought gosh that's so you know you walk you see people crossing the street and they're doing this crossing totally. the street instead of looking at i don't know cars that can kill them <laughs> uh, right yeah it's it's really scary it is crazy yeah and it works at a pace that your brain is not accustomed to moving
0: i agree i think it makes you think very fragmented
1: oh 100 you know i realized that i can't spell as well as i used to because i don't read don't as much and i don't have to it yeah. auto corrects or i can write pls instead of please right and um I feel myself getting dumber, but that could just be because I have two small children. It's two children. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's mostly it.
0: It's mostly that. It's,
1: it's mama brain. Okay, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors for where my mom's at. Third Love. I love my Third Love bras. I wear them all the time because they are super comfortable. They have the perfect fit. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. What makes 3rd Love unique is they have more sizes than most other brands. 3rd Love offers more than 80 sizes, including their signature half-cup sizes. I'm a huge fan of the half-cup size as a woman who has um, uneven breasts. It really helps me out. Super simple. You go uh, online, you go to their website, you take the fit finder quiz, you answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in just 60 seconds. Over 14 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's actually fun and it takes less than a minute to complete because breast shape matters when finding a good fit. You have 60 days to wear the bra, wash it, wear it, put it in the test, put it in the test, put it to the test. If you don't love it, return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. How great is that? Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering my listeners 15% off their first order. Go to thirdlove.com WMMA now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com WMMA for 15% off today. Thank you, Third Love. Are you looking to freshen up your snack game? Well, Perfect Snacks is the answer. They have a whole lineup of fresh from the fridge protein snacks, you, your kids, and really the whole family will love. I got a huge box of these uh, snacks, these perfect snacks. And let me tell you, they're just fantastic. Perfect Snacks line of fresh from the fridge protein bars are made with freshly ground nut butter, up to 17 grams of whole food protein and 20 superfoods all combined to create a cookie dough-like texture that is just as nutritious as it is delicious. I love giving them to the kiddos. Uh, there are these perfect, perfect kids are snack bars crafted especially for the kiddos. Eight kid-friendly superfoods, a bar sized just for them, and a cookie dough-like taste and texture you and your kids will love. All Perfect snack products are kept refrigerated for optimal texture and taste, and stay fresh for up to one week out of the fridge. Perfect for take on the go, whether you need a snack. Um, And to avoid any meltdowns, I keep them in my car, which is great. They taste good. These bars will help you feel good because they're non-GMO, project verified, gluten-free, soy-free, kosher, low GI, and made in the USA. Plus, with delicious flavors like dark chocolate peanut butter, peanut butter and coconut peanut butter, and almond butter, you won't have to sacrifice taste for health. I love their dark chocolate peanut butter. My children love it. Uh, like I said, they're great for on-the-go snacks if you're in a pinch. So try it right now. Perfect Bar is offering you a 15% off deal off your online order. Just go to perf.bar slash WMMA. Shop their refrigerated snacks at perf.bar slash WMMA to get 15% off your order. Make your day a little more perfect at perfbar slash W-M-M-A. This episode is also brought to you by Michelin. Michelin, Michelin. Moms and dads, we've all been there. You're driving down the road. Your kids are napping in the back seat. You're thinking about what to make for dinner when suddenly another car swerves in front of you. You slam on your brakes and for a split second you're terrified if you'll stop in time. You want tires that perform well with every stop and that's where Michelin comes in uh because stopping safely consistently matters the average family will stop and often emergency stop some 20,000 times per year Michelin unlike other brands builds their tires to perform every time across every diaper run pickup drop off and road trip when Warren Michelin premier all-season tires come to a complete stop some other Warren tires are still traveling over 15 miles per hour Michelin is the world's leading tire manufacturer They are dedicated to enabling mobility and safety for all parents driving around with their loved ones in the back seat. Michelin has a rich 125-year global history and an unwavering dedication to provide products and services that make driving around with your family safer, more efficient, and eco-friendly. So next time when you're looking for new tires for the family car, consider Michelin Premier All Season Tires. Michelin Performance every time all right now back to the show so let's talk about the next phase since you're varsity mom you've got two teenage girls what what can my listeners look forward to in the teen years what happens what can they look forward to well i mean it's not all rotten here's the thing i, I don't want people to think the show is like Meh, be, being a mom it doesn't all suck obviously okay i have something good, good. i have some good okay go. okay
0: we traveled this summer. We went to Bali in Australia. Ugh. And it was a completely different trip. Now, I know I have some friends whose teenage whose teenagers don't want to spend time with their parents in any capacity. Mm. I don't have that. I, I don't know Amazing. why, but I'm really lucky Ugh. and I kept saying to Bert, "I am enjoying their company so much." Mm. And we can do stuff like same that like the we like the same stuff now, whereas before We'd go to a park and, you know, that's for my kids and I had fun. But it's different when we can all have a shared experience on like a more adult level, Mm -hmm. you know, where we can all parasail or we can all jump off a rock into the ocean because we're all old enough. That's been really cool. And it's been really cool too to, to, to give them independence. You know, teenagers have this uh struggle going on where they really want to be autonomous Mm -hmm. and they know that they can't they can't drive so if they want to go to the mall they have to ask me to go but they don't want to ask me they just want to go so that's the way their it's a toddler brain exactly the same i want to do what i want to do why can't i have a cookie at 9 a.m right give me the fucking cookie yes yeah but I can't actually put my pants on without you, you right? That's, right. It's the same thing as a teenager. So yeah. there's this great book called "I Hate You." I hate you. Now will you take me and Cheryl to the mall? And I'm like, <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. I Love hate it. you. Now will you take me to the mall because I can't get there without you? Sure. So to to kind of see where they can take over parts of their lives and succeed has been really rewarding. To go, oh, Georgia started making her lunch, which sounds like she's pretty old to start making her lunch. But she gets up so early to get catch the bus that I've been doing it so that she could sleep more. But she decided this year, nope, I want to make my own lunch. And she's made it every day. And it's given her so much confidence. I've also done this thing where they're in charge of one dinner a week. Oh, that's fantastic. So they cook the dinner and Love I'll teach it. them because they need to learn how to cook. My theory is once they get to teenagers is your job as a parent is no longer as much to help them regulate their emotions. They need to figure that out on their own with backup from you. But you've given them all the tools by this point uh, that they should just maybe need a little backup from you, not parenting and that kind of stuff. And they're already doing homework by themselves. And they're already doing that kind of stuff. So I was like, we need to start talking about money. Mm. And we need to start talking about adult responsibilities that I won't be helping you with in college. You'll be doing your own laundry. Mm-hmm. You'll be making your own meals. How do we figure out how to cook an actual meal and not a microwave pizza? I love this, you know, so that's uh, been
1: my focus. Well, and especially because there are so many men that I dated uh, in their when, when they were in their 20s who'd never done laundry. Yeah. before, who could not cook a meal. And it's because they Yeah, Burt right, times a girl. And um, <laughs> And I, and I was like, well, why didn't your mommy teach you? Yeah. I taught my three-year-old. They both, my, well, my one-year-old's now learning which buttons to push to start the damn laundry machine. Yeah. And the dishwasher. Have your boys, have your girls help you. Totally. From one. Yeah. Ellis has been cooking with me since he was one. Same with Julian. Like, teach them yeah. the skills and then when they're teenagers, they won't be completely, you know, Yeah. lost on their own. Yeah. And money is very, a big discussion too. I feel like, um, one thing I've noticed that in um, rich people's lives, they talk to their children about money and I educate think so, them. Yes, yeah. you are right. Yeah, and we, you and I, had to learn the hard way. Hard way. Uh, <laughs> how yeah. yeah, do? Hard way. Yes, that rich people. Uh, that that's how they pass on the tools to make money. Right. They teach their sons, their daughters about it. They do very early. Yeah. I started
0: doing this thing where I gave my kids allowance. They get twenty bucks a week. And that 20 bucks a week, I give them a 10, a five, and five ones, which is a fucking pain in the ass to come up with yeah. two sets of that every goddamn week. You're a super mom, dude. But I said, when you get a paycheck, here's your $20 paycheck for being in our family. Um, 10% of that goes to savings. 10% of that goes to charity. Mm. And the 80% of it, you do what you want with it. You can save it and buy a, a new jacket. You can take yourself to the movies with your friends. If we go to the movies as a family, the family pays for that. If you go to the movies with your friends, yeah, you pay sure. for that. The charity is also a,
1: a tax write-off, which is a good
0: <laughs> trick that rich people do. Uh, right? So that's why you teach them, right? You well, know, yeah. To, well, you should tithe. I believe in tithing. Screw I, the government. Yeah. I believe that that energy begets more back to you. And I think that rich people believe that also is that mm, you don't maybe. think so? i think it's an I excellent view.
1: tax uh, write-off charity
0: it is an excellent tax write-off yeah, that's what we do i'm I I, kidding no no you're right, you're right. No, no.
1: no because when you have so much you should give back you it's, should it's give like back. a normal totally. nice thing to do. so an allowance that's a good thing um let's talk about this i've uh, i got this great email from this dad and i've been thinking about him so much i got this email and i was like gosh uh, anyway i'm I'm just i'm just happy he wrote in christine i hope you can help me out with some major anxiety he Uh writes i'm a single dad uh raising a beautiful daughter she's four years old Mm. it's that time this little lady is doing a lot of things on her own and i'm wondering how i should go about teaching her all the intricate details with female hygiene i have been going about it in a very textbook way very robotic scientific words vagina I don't know why I started this. When she started trying to wipe after the bathroom, my nerves took over and I became this robot instructing this little girl. I'm a bit embarrassed that I'm nervous about this. Is this okay? Should I take a more nurturing approach? Juan, what do you think? You've got girls, Leanne.
0: I think he's awesome that yeah, he's too. even that aware. <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, what a sweet 100%. guy. I don't think my dad had any. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Talk about the. <this. laughs> my dad did. I don't even think he, my dad knows I have a vagina. Uh, he's completely oblivious to that. I
1: got my period at my dad's house. Ooh. And I was like, I didn't even say a word. I was like, I'm just going to go hide this. Like I hid it and I yeah. asked to go home to my mom. And then my mom was yeah. like, show me your period. I'm like, no. <laughs> prove it. Prove yeah, it. fuck you. Look at your own period. I said, no, bitch. That's no. So it was so nasty. I'm like, <laughs> ugh. You had to prove
0: it. Yeah. That's terrible. I know. I was like, ugh. How weird. Um, yeah. Well, I know I have a dad in my house with two girls, right? Bert. Mm-hmm. Bert's always been really aware of the line as being a male raising two girls. You know, he used to get in the shower with them and bathe in a Speedo. So he's like, I'm not gonna get naked in the shower with my girl. That's just not okay. So he's been really good about, um, about stuff like that. Just being aware that, and I think this fella is very aware That he doesn't want the daughter to feel there's anything going on here except parenting, Mm
1: -hmm. which is, Mm. which is, I see what you're saying. I didn't even pick up on that.
0: No, no, I I didn't pick up on that from him, but I think guys are afraid. Right. That they feel like I'm being molesty. Correct. But, but that's, you know, you're her dad. So there's got to be some allowance for you to say things. And maybe scientific is a bit strong, maybe a little more nurturing, but to just be honest, really, about it. This is how a woman's body works. And I think maybe if he doesn't have a female in his life they could talk to, it might be good to find one. You know, a lady at church a a social worker at school or a teacher or someone a Girl Scout troop leader or someone because there may be a certain point where she's not comfortable talking to him about it I know my kids at this point are not comfortable with dad even knowing they're on their period of course but before Isla was naked all day every day you Mm -hmm. know vagina hanging out everywhere and Mm -hmm. she was totally comfortable so there's a certain point where I don't think there's anything wrong with a little girl feeling modest with her dad you know about stuff but at four
1: four you're not modest no
0: he th- sounds like he's doing a, a pretty good job you think he's doing a great
1: job and i also think just for any single dads or anybody listening that has a little girl let's go through maybe some of the basics right like yeah there's three holes down there everybody yeah, some three. people don't know there's a urethra that's where you pee out of that's the vagina where the babies come out of and penis is going to and then there's the anus look at them laughing in the booth (laughs) penises and then the anus where poo poo comes out yes so rule number one of girl hygiene is you have to wipe front to back now leanne and i had cool moms that taught us the opposite
0: i don't know if my mom taught me how to wipe at all i think i just figured it out like a. oh you did i don't remember her teaching me that
1: my mom taught me the incorrect way to wipe
0: she goes you have to do
1: it you go like this you put the paper there and then you wipe up and I wiped up until I was um, a teenager. And my friends were like, what are you doing? Like, I peed in front of my girlfriend. She's like, right. that's not right, dude. That's not how you do Because you're going to get yep. poo-poo in,
0: in your, your vagina,
1: And then you're yeah. going to get an infection. Yeah. I That happened to me. That's how
0: I figured it out. Is that I was wiping back to front. And <laughs> yeah. I got honeymooner cystitis was the term yeah. the UTI. doctor told me. It was a UTI. Yeah. Um, and it was because you, It's. I mean, there's a lot of bacteria in your poop yeah so if you're wiping it into an open orifice yeah that's not good Mm -mm. you have to wipe it front to back
1: right better to get urine and whatever stuff is in your vagina on your b-hole yeah because who cares if it's on your butthole yeah Yeah. Yeah. um that's so funny the other day ellis goes he he was sitting down he's eating he's three and a half and he goes my butt hurts my butt hurts and i go is it your butt cheek or your butt hole and he's like (laughs) My butt, and that, so I was like, let's take off your diaper. Because right. he had had like a real gnarly diarrhea Ooh. and I think it gave him ring sting.
0: Aww. And I was
1: like, Nobody, it's your butthole because it was really red. And I made sure to teach him and I go, just say it. Go. My butthole hurts. <laughs> 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 so when Tom came home yesterday off the road, I'm like, oh, Ellis, tell your dad what happened. He's like, my butthole hurt. <sighs> and he's like, baby, you can't teach him that. I'm like, why not? That's what that is. I'd rather him learn the <laughs> butthole's not dirty. No, no, it's no. anus, but he's not probably not no anus. No. But they should they should know the word. So anyway, so there's that. Um, there's three holes. Wipe front to back. At what age do you tell girls about period? I I learned um, around third grade, which I don't, I I remember I got armpit hair and I think it was around that time my mother started to tell me like, okay, puberty starting, you're going to get hair on your vagina too. Mm -hmm. Hair's a really good
0: indicator that your hormones are changing. So if you see any hair anywhere, like in armpit or even around the vagina, then that's a, that's a sign you probably should have the talk pretty soon. Now, American Girl Doll has an amazing book called The Care and Keeping of You. Mm. This dad may want to invest in this book. She's a little young. The Care and Keeping of You. The Care and Keeping of You. There's two versions. There's a younger girl version for girls like age 9 to 11. Mm-hmm. And then there's an older girl version. And they it really deals with everything from personal hygiene to menstruation to... Um, friend drama, which happens around Ugh, this hormonal kick in worst, time, yeah. it, that really, but I read that book aloud to both of my girls because one of my girls was very modest mm-hmm. and the other one was very like, what do you mean you stick a tampon in your vagina? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and so she, and she was the younger daughter. So she kind of a- asked questions. The older daughter was feeling too uncomfortable to ask. Gotcha. So we made it like a mommy daughter kind of discussion was a very helpful book i love that but um i forgot what you asked me because the answer was in that book so oh, it, when to talk about your period yeah that about you're right around that time around puberty and but also yeah. there's i find that there's a general
1: male aversion to even wanting to know about the female reproductive system and the words like I, every time i talk to a male comic and they're like. My wife's pregnant. I'm like, how's it going? Well, there's this thing and they said that the, and the part of the... St- I don't know. It's all fucked up. Like, they don't know the <laughs> words right. for, like, any
0: parts. No, they don't.
1: I'm like, why Why is there just a, either an aversion or just an unwillingness to... It's not that freaking complicated, guys. It's the patriarchy. It is it's a fucking patriarchy. It's the patriarchy. It's so silly. It's like, fucking patriarchs. Anyways... Um, also oh I wanted to say to the single dad I think a lot of men assume that when little girls get their periods
0: that they use tampons right away no it's not always the case yeah no not at all um my kids don't my my kids probably will not appreciate that I'm talking about (laughs) this but menstrual cups and they drink you have to drink (laughs) the blood to be strong
1: that's another thing men don't realize is that we you take the menstrual cup and then you ingest the blood and it makes us stronger and smarter. And that's how we're gonna take over the patriarchy.
0: Oh, my kids give themselves facials with it. Yeah. It's good for their complexion, okay. totally. No, um, <clears throat> they both, they had a hard time with tampons. And you know- Of course, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying for them. Uh, I love was much easier than Georgia about it. Georgia was like, oh, no. That's how and I was. And I'm what? like, well, then you can't swim. And that's um, totally fine. It was all focused around swimming. Of course, it wasn't focused around day-to-day usage. It was all about swimming. So there are <laughs> there are videos online that you can watch with your daughter about uh, putting a tampon in for the first time that are helpful. It makes it less about me saying to her, "Hey, this is how you insert something into your vagina." It was mm-hmm. more about like everybody does this. Mm-hmm. Most women wear tampons at some point. And again, normalizing it because Normal. every single woman has a period. Mm-hmm. So it's not this big taboo thing. I mean, the period party that Isla threw for herself. I love that. Was so empowering because you go, it's going to happen at some point. So why not celebrate it? You, you have it. a choice. You can either make it like doomsday <laughs> or you can make it. That's amazing, you've hit a milestone in your life and that's really amazing. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Native, but the
1: Jews, that's what the bat mitzvah and the bar mitzvah is all about, right? You're, the bar mitzvah is when the boy starts masturbating and he <laughs> invites True. his entire family around the hopa and you guys all watch him masturbate to completion and then the <laughs> bat mitzvah is she shows the blood to everybody and you guys dance the hora, is that right? Yep, that's exactly how we do it. <laughs> sounds about right, yeah, sounds about right. But culturally, there's a celebration of of coming into womanhood and masculine. It's it's normal. And it's completely normal. And I think too, I think a lot of men are, or not men are parents maybe afraid of sexualizing the discussion. Absolutely, right. you're afraid yeah. of like. the tampon goes in the vagina but if you take out the sex when you're like hey this is not sexy like this is just biology
0: yeah it's again like saying you put a tampon in your elbow it's the same it's It's the same it's not and to to make it practical i'm such a practical brain that i i talk to my kids about their period in preparation for if it happened at school
1: oh my god my whole thing was
0: we're gonna make a bag for you to put in your backpack smart that will have um feminine wipes a maxi pad and a new pair of panties and um we're gonna learn how to like i talked to them about how to put a pad on their panties what to say to the teacher and uh, how to handle it in a Ziploc bag to put dirty underwear I in. I love this. Which I told them to throw it out, but if they didn't feel comfortable putting it in the well, garbage. Some bitch could find it. Exactly. Uh, and so then like, put it in the uh. Ziploc bag, put it back in that bag, in yeah. their cosmetic bag. Smart. And then, and then it's all kind of private. It doesn't need to be a secret, because mm-hmm. secret implies something's wrong, I think. I agree. Yeah. But privacy is very healthy. And to say, this is a private matter. Mm-hmm. And you can say to your teacher, I'm having a private matter and I need to go to the restroom.
1: That's a very good tactic and a very good sentence. I'm having a private matter and I need to go to the restroom.
0: Yeah. And And, any sane
1: adult will know what that's code
0: for. If a teacher doesn't get it and they have a fifth grader, they (laughs) shouldn't be teaching fucking fifth grade. (laughs) That was my theory. I was like, any teacher you have, if you say that, and you could even throw in a wink, wink. Yeah. They'll get it. Yeah. So go take care of yourself. They would never say no. And then no one needs to know. So I talked to them about their period as a troubleshoot for that. I love that. And then both girls got their period at home. So I was lucky, but that was kind of my, my entree. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about something that could possibly happen and let's, let's like relieve all anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, and they already talked about in school, what it means when you get your period that now you're like a reproductive animal you know that mm-hmm. you're now fertile
1: and that's all that is is it's not this like it just means that now you can you can bear children totally. so hey different like stage of life yeah. Big deal. Yeah. it's a different hormonal
0: place in your body
1: and also too so yeah most people don't use tampons straight away this is for anybody listening that's raising girls um and doesn't know this usually maxi pads until you're sexually active and maybe or until you're comfortable with putting a tampon it's a comfort your thing vagina would you say a comfort thing i do
0: i know i know one of my daughter's friends is very heavy she has a very mm. heavy flow mm. so a pad was disastrous oh, for her that's too bad so she has to wear a tampon with a pad Ugh. for it to be manageable Brutal. like she can't make it through a, you know a class and a half without the tampon she's what? really
1: she's a bleeder she should go so to the doctor could be um, her
0: mother's the same same oh, so it's, so it's genetic. So it's genetic. So. Maybe uh,
1: get on the pill. That'll. Something. I don't know. Uh, her mother is better on the
0: pill. But, but yeah, so there's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's about your comfort level, really. <laughs> not even about developmentally.
1: Remember, because um, back when we were growing up, it was the secret. It was a yeah. secret. It was shameful. Totally. And I remember like you knew which girls got it, got their periods. It was like seventh grade, sixth grade. Yeah. And I remember there was a girl who was having sex with her boyfriend oh my god <laughs> and he carried her tampons around for her oh and my I was god. like what that's insane that is so great you're such a slut and she was we were like 13 or 14 so she, yeah I mean that was kind of early to be sexually active in my opinion but I remember she was like can I have one and then he like took it out of his pocket for oh her oh my and god and I was like
0: what is are they happening? married now I hope so they uh, better they be they should be right <laughs> I used to have boys used to ask me for pens and I used to pull a tampon out on purpose and go here you go <laughs> <laughs> asshole don't ask me for a pen again stupid
1: what do you yeah yeah I agree I agree uh wait hold on what's I gonna say to you tampons versus pad
0: here's another thing yeah. heads up for yes, teenage girls yes, go ahead the bra thing oh is very fucking, sensitive I hate the bra that thing. is such a sensitive topic for both of my children who could not be more drastically different in personality they both have had a very hard time dealing with bras like isla doesn't even want me to know she wears a bra when by the way i'm the one that buys the fucking bra she doesn't want me to know what the bra looks like or have any knowledge of said bra and i'm like how are you but she won't go to the store to buy a bra it's a nightmare wait a minute okay then maybe you could do like an
1: online company where they'll just deliver it yes i would do that
0: yes that would be great i mean you can do that with target or anything like that oh yeah well come on but for like georgia's georgia's in a legit bra like she's like legit she's got titties yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. How does Georgia have boobies already? Oh my god. It's crazy. Um, so, it's... I took her to Victoria's Secret to have her measured. Yes. And that was the most embarrassing thing I think she's ever done in her life. Yeah. But I was like, I can't just start buying you random bra sizes. We have to figure it out. I, I haven't really figured out how to normalize that. The period was easier
1: right, than for my bra. kids than the bra. Well, the bra is different because I remember having like trauma around wearing a bra as well oh yeah oh my because my i have huge cans my every woman in my family has huge cans yeah so i was waiting for these enormous tits (laughs) to grow on my chest and they freaking did like (laughs) i hit i was like a c cup by seventh grade eighth grade i was already i had huge cans big And I didn't want my dad to see because he was hypersexual and I didn't want my mom to see because she was hypersexual so there was no safe person for me to turn to when it came time for training bras and of course my mother would like okay let's go get you measured and then she would take me to like Nordstrom mm-hmm. but then she would mock she would make the woman measure me in front on the floor so like everybody could oh, see oh that's not good no and then she'd go Haha, she needs to be measured for her mosquito bites she has eat the <laughs> mosquito bite <laughs> like you bitch like on top of right you, yeah like don't don't don't, you know, make fun of them for me. It's not my fault.
0: But she was demeaning you she in public. D-
1: exactly. And yeah. I, and that was the embarrassment. And then the shame of like, what if my bra strap was showing? Yeah. What if someone could see the bra yeah. back uh, against my shirt? So what I would do, which is like some boys don't cry shit, is I would like wear a tank top under a t-shirt. So it would be like yeah. 90 degrees in LA. Yeah. And I'm like, I got my training bra on, but I don't want anybody to see it. Right. So i am put a tank top over it. And then I'm going to wear another shirt over that. And then there was a year where I wore a bathing suit instead of telling my mom I needed a training bra. And wow. I would just wear like a bathing suit Isn't under that my crazy? clothes because I was so mortified to tell them that I needed a bra. Wow. Yeah. Trauma. And, and now I'm like, I don't give a rip, but no, but I get it. It's
0: horrible. I think it's symbolic for them. Like no one can yeah. see the period yes but you can see the boobs i mean the yes. minute isla got buds she went into an extra large men's hoodie yeah daily I and know. has never looked back
1: Dress her like Billie eilish it's actually cool now to I know, look right? dumpy and dikey it's a good right, thing right right well it's... she's got that going on yeah <laughs> she
0: got that hoodie man she's so cute she's just got the cutest little figure and no. i'm like i wish i could see it because she's wearing the equivalent of a tent yeah you know so no one will see same thing the boobs it's but the
1: cuter the bod the hotter the bod as a teenager the dumpier that's how i was i had a smoking bod when i was 15 16 yeah nobody would know covered it because the attention i would get when i would dress like a girl was overwhelming yeah yeah guys on the street would whistle at me when i was 13 and i'm like
0: dude i'm not a
1: woman like leave me alone so i just covered it up
0: yeah it's a lot to deal with i think becoming a woman i think uh I, boys have a lot to deal with too i think but it's less out there oh you know? my white privilege Yay. the world <laughs> bows down to everything i want right now oh. <laughs> he's got that
1: jewish handicap <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not white you're not Christina. a fully white yeah no no you're right boys have different um boys aren't supposed to cry or have feelings which is cr- crazy yeah, like it so it? we're supposed to raise them like serial killers no, that, that's, i
0: don't like that either. it's bananas
1: but anyway Great. So let's take a minute to thank our sponsors, the Farmer's Dog. Have you wondered why every dog food, no matter how pretty the bag is or the brand or the price, is a dry, smelly, burnt brown pellet? Why do we feed this stuff to our beloved pets for every meal of their life? Well, now we don't have to, thanks to the Farmer's Dog. The Farmer's Dog makes it easy to feed your dog real, fresh food actual food you can see smell and taste if you really want to no kidding i really tasted it it's delicious it tastes like real food because they use real usda fresh veggies i love my dog's turkey recipe with carrots and spinach and there's no wondering what's in my dog's food because i actually see the ingredients every time i serve it And the farmer's dog worked with top vets to make their food complete and balanced for your dog, so you know they're getting the nutrition they need to thrive. And it's pre-portioned for them, so you don't have to worry about under or overfeeding. Gosh, we have that problem in our house, but not anymore, thanks to the farmer's dog. A fresh food diet is linked to a wealth of health benefits from a smoother coat and regulated weight to better poops and fresher breath. And with plans starting at just $3 a day, less than a morning coffee these days, I'm able to make it work for my family. And I have peace of mind knowing that I'm making a long-term investment in my dog's health. And my little doggy Bitsy has um, IBS, which is horrible, and we've been searching for foods that will help regulate her little tummy. And so far, the farmer's dog has been wonderful for that. She's so much happier, and she loves, I can tell, the taste because she gobbles that up so fast. So right now, The Farmer's Dog is a smarter, healthier pet food, making it as simple as possible to give your dog a better diet. Start your trial today. Go to thefarmersdog.com WMMA and you'll save 50% and get free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com WMMA for 50% off your free trial with shipping again thefarmersdog.com WMMA thank you the farmer's dog also this episode is brought to you by the real real own iconic luxury items at unreal values with the real real the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers shop from designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. I just shopped for a fancy handbag on the RealReal and I love it because why? Why would you pay full price when you can get 90% off all these brands, the designer labels that you love? New arrivals come in daily and every single item is authenticated by the RealReal's team of experts. In fact, the Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% expert authenticated. Shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. You can shop online. You can visit one of their original stores in Soho or West Hollywood or their newest location at 870 Madison Avenue in New York. You may also visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. In-store new customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout, come on. Try it out, check it out now. The prices are outstanding. It's a great experience, it's so easy. Go to therealreal.com. You can shop in store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. That's therealreal.com, promo code REAL for 20% off select items. Thank you, The Real Real. All right, let's talk about the holidays. I know, I know it's crazy to talk about the holidays. But trust me, you don't want to go through another holiday season taking closed mouth photos while everyone else is grinning ear to ear, do you? Getting a photo ready smile starts now and it's easier than ever with clear aligners from Candid. Candid's aligners can help straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces. Treatment takes just six months on average. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan. Then they show you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look after you're done. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. Candid ships your aligners directly to you so there's no hassle of going to an orthodontist's office and Candid costs get the 65% less than braces. And with each aligner purchased, Candid donates $25 to Smile Train, who brings safe 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. Wow, you can't beat that. So get your photo-ready smile by the holidays. Go to CandidCO.com WMMA and use code WMMA to get $75 off. That's candidco.com slash W-M-M-A code W-M-M-A for $75 off. Candidco.com slash W-M-M-A code W-M-M-A. Thank you, Candid. Okay, let's get back to the show. And what were we talking about? Girls are hard to raise. What were we saying before that? I had a question for you. Bras, titties. Um, Single dad. Yeah. Girls
0: hard to raise. Psychotic. Terrible.
1: Psychotic. So you're also on the verge of becoming an empty nester. Then. Yeah. You've got how many years left? Four years?
0: For Georgia, we have two more years of high school. We just mm. started sophomore year. So really two and a half. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? I oh, can't believe it. I hate it. it. And um I was in eighth grade. So I guess we have a good five years left before they potentially go to college. We'll see if they actually go to college. I think Georgia will, but all bets are off for Isla. We don't know. Hey, man. Her. But... Um,
1: the world is a different place now. It's it not is. like She it doesn't need to go cares, to college necessarily. Yeah.
0: But... Um, yeah, this is something that Bert is having a harder time with than I am. He's really seeing that something is really ending. Mm. And I think the healthiest way to look at it is that something is transitioning. Right? Because now they're going to be an adult. So you have to have a different relationship with them. You have to let go of a lot of your expectations and feelings about how they behave, your choices they make that for their own health and well-being. But I'm kind of I'm I'm sad too about it. I love mm-hmm. my kids and I love being a mom and I've really enjoyed this whole ride. So, it's going to be a sad transition, but I mean, I relationships not over, it's no. just totally different. It's going to so, be great. You, you
1: can yeah, finally huh. talk to them as people. Yeah. I mean, not fully. Dr. Laura would say it's child abuse to ever resolve ever relinquish your identity as a mom you know what i'm saying like, i would agree know, with that i would agree with that too yeah. i don't want to know anything personal about no. my parents you know what's interesting is that i think i'm finally turning a quarter with my two boys as well because uh, julian's 14 months and ellis is three and a half and they're playing together now <laughs> and they're best. hugging and they're and now they're like two little dudes yeah. and i see the end like i see the teens and i see and i'm sad already i'm sad that yeah. i only have x amount of christmases i'm yeah. sad that i only have julian's only going to be in this phase this is it and then i'm not going to have another baby yeah and i'm really i'm really digging them i'm really enjoying this time yeah it's getting fun it's getting really fun four is like around the corner and it looks fucking magical and anyways it's gonna be great it's gonna be great so so uh so it's gonna be you and bert
0: i know what the heck what Uh. are you gonna do (laughs) What what are you gonna do um i have to say you know i he's his tour started this past weekend and he always <laughs> likes me to go the first week of the tour because I'm his Mhm. And I also set up the tour bus, like housekeeping set it up, you know, with good. Like food and plates and whatever. Lady. So I'm on the tour bus and I was like, well, this is just what I'll do. I'll just yeah. go on the tour bus with him if he's still touring when he's six years. He from now. will. He's gonna. He's like Ozzy
1: Osbourne, where he's like I'm retiring, and then he'll. Yeah. He and Sharon. You're like you're like Ozzy and Sharon. Well, I, I say
0: that all the time. Really? Yeah. I, I keep saying hey. I'm gonna be more famous than you one day. You are. I'm the Sharon Osbourne We're, of this relationship. Hey girl. But um, We're no. We're working on it. I think I'll probably transition into that because I actually, you know. <laughs> find this hard to believe i actually genuinely enjoy my husband no I, most of, course of the time you do there's you you know? you've married
1: him for so long and he's, yeah listen as much as we joke about burt kreischer he is yeah. a lovely human being he is. And he's he, a great guy he's a sweetheart and he's yeah. fun to be around and, and we have a blast he's so lovable yeah we he's have fantastic. so much
0: fun and i'm so busy i like to work And so when we're on the bus, I like I sold merch every day because I'm like I'm not. What am I going to sit in the bus and read a magazine? No, no. I'm going to get out and help with this family business that we have.
1: And that it is. So
0: I think I'll just do that. I'll just transition into helping him. I've always wanted to write a book. Maybe I'll write a book. Absolutely. I don't know. You know, moms are really the
1: center of the universe of Uh the home universe, and it's um, it's a huge power and it's a huge responsibility. And if. I think mom really is the the sun and everyone else. Is that how the solar system works, right? The sun is, yeah. That's it. Uh, Heliocentric, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and without us being happy and doing our thing, everything else falls to crap.
0: That's right. And if mom falls apart, everything, not even if we're unhappy, but if you, if, I think if a mom is not on top of her game, the kids are off balance. It's a you know
1: it is the truth man even me yeah. being a little sicky right now like yeah. I can I, I couldn't go down in the morning and uh-huh. I you know you, I hear the kids acting out ah, where is I? you know what I mean yeah. it affects the balance of the whole ecosystem it does it's fascinating it's a
0: very empowering feeling as a woman if you embrace it a hundred percent You know and I think we should embrace it yeah. and
1: stop um and 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 take the role and be freaking proud of it yeah. and and take it for yeah, put power to it. Is it what is I'm empowering. Saying. It's yeah. empowering
0: to know. is impa- It makes me feel so proud when someone spends time with my kids and says, "You have the most normal, well balanced, good kids." And I go, "Then I've done my job. 100%. That's all. That's all I want. I don't 100%. need them to be beautiful or talented or the best softball player. I don't give a shit about that. I want them to be good people. And mm-hmm. if I if they're good people." then I've done my job. And that's something that I could be really proud of. Mm. More so than, you know, even my podcast or anything like that. I'm, mm. I'm really proud of See, my I'm, marriage and my kids.
1: I'm the opposite. I think I'm going to raise my... <laughs> my sons are killers.
0: I'm teaching them to be
1: self-centered, narcissists. They're making their own
0: shank at home now. <laughs>
1: stab, stab. CEOs. I want them to be sociopaths. Yes, yeah, no. <laughs> I um, I agree, yeah. I think it's really a, a good person. And also to... You know, finding happiness is such a ubiquitous term. It's such a horse shit Oprah thing, but there's some validity to it. And it's actually the courage to find your happiness, the courage to go, I don't wanna do what everyone else is doing. It's not gonna be for me. This is my life. I'm gonna live this life the way I'm gonna do it. Well, the base of that is
0: having the courage to know and love yourself exactly as you are. And to accept yourself.
1: Yes. Warts and all. That's half, that, man, but that shit didn't happen for me until oh, are you 36, kidding? 36, 38, yeah, <laughs> now, neither. 40, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. <gasps> That's the gift. If you can give the gift of your kids, to your kids of being curious about who they are and wanting the yeah. answer to that so that you can bob and weave accordingly <sighs> in tough. your life. It is really hard and they're never gonna get it as a teenager. But if you, I think if you plant the seed and say, you know, it's about what you need and what you want. Obviously, you still have to wait tables to get shit done and do shit jobs Hell like yeah, that. Dude. But the core, the value system of who they are, if you can get them to start paying attention to that really early, I think in the, they'll learn it quicker when they become an adult. Your 20s is a shit show for everybody. Nobody yeah. knows who they are, what they want to do. Everybody's broke. But if you can be on that quest to be your best self and to really understand who that is, I think it just makes the rest of life so much easier
1: it does and i think to unlearn a lot of bullshit you're going to learn in school i look i'm not teaching my kids to be totally antisocial yeah but the uh, but i do think it's important to use your own common logic your own common sense and just be an independent thinker absolutely not take any shit from people totally institutions and stick it to the man stick it to the man build your own weapons okay um Let's talk about I'll have one last t- topic or two. <laughs> this one is so fucking weird, Leanne. I've been getting so many emails from people who their mom fail is like, my my baby was asleep in the room and we started to have sex and the sloshing noises woke up our child and ruined my orgasm. And they're like, wait a minute, there's so much wrong with this. <laughs> Like, how do you feel about having intercourse with your children in the same room? Even if, okay, let's say in all fairness, they're sleeping,
0: they're asleep. Well, how old is this kid? Like three months old? Okay, they don't know what's going on. Are they 14?
1: No, no. How old is this kid? They're not 14. Let's say like infancy to like five.
0: Oh, nah, I'm not having sex (laughs) with my kid at fucking five years old, no they know what's up by the time they're three three, they know oh they know what's up at two i know i they might even know at one i wouldn't do that six months would probably be my cutoff
1: yeah yeah six months yeah six months you can listen to anything on the radio you can uh do any yeah naked yeah by one their awareness is definitely there Uh, yeah yeah well
0: sex like you said you know it's got to be a separation of church and state a little bit like right yeah, 100%. where where you sleep and where you fuck is the same for you but not for your kid no. it shouldn't be the same i don't i don't agree with that so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well I, hardcore don't agree hardcore with that. no and and a uh, hard
1: pass and dr. Yeah. dr drew is here and um he's like christina i don't think you understand how strong it, the the str- i can't talk to you the will is for men to have sex he's like what this shows is basically that men want to bone all the time they well, yeah. don't care yeah and like and i was thinking it's so true like you've seen those videos of sea lions in the wild mm-hmm. the male sea lion will waddle over his own young and kill in his own infant sea lions just to get to the woman to have sex like that's how strong the desire is <laughs> for men to have so f-. you're saying
0: Bert's a male sea lion
1: a hundred percent so is this emailer
0: or caller or yeah, whoever this person was?
1: Who is it? Yeah, they all are. It's all men being like, and then I couldn't come because my stupid baby started
0: crying. I think that person may have a slight problem with their priorities. And I all do respect to men having to have sex. There is some maturity to going, I'm going to get it. Yeah. It may not be right this minute, but it's going to happen. Like the kid can't, can't, why is the kid sleeping in your room
1: well, that's problem number one could be just circumstance like they live in a small apartment yeah and also i would say there's workarounds um have the baby nap in their own crib sleep in their own crib away from you yeah. and then you guys can f at night i mean my husband and i when the babies my babies are they sleep in their own cribs that's when we have mommy daddy time also the shower you can f in the shower quick right
0: leanne I don't oh, know if you shower, guys are shower on the effers. toilet in the tub on the <laughs> counter in the kitchen on the washing machine i mean there's a lot of ways on the couch there's options buddy yeah there's besides options. oh my fucking baby woke up yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was love getting her. my rocks almost. i love you so much what about now let's talk about sex after baby think back 15 years i know it's been a minute for you Um, I talked about this with Allison Rosen, Mm -hmm. who she's now about, what, six months postpartum, and she's not feeling sexy yet. She's really not ready to bust that first nut with her husband. Right. Um, Do you remember what it was like, Mm -hmm. your sex life? Let's say one year postpartum, that first year. What was it like for you?
0: Um, Well, um, Bert didn't want to wait the six weeks for me to heal to have sex. He was like week four going, are can we you, speed up this process how, how do we speed up this process are you I, I need, kidding yeah.
1: the cervix isn't even fully closed oh. and you i can't was like even... snip
0: snip dead stitches and he's like come on come on how about a hand job every day and i'm like dude i am breastfeeding Ugh. i am like I, have, I still have stitches fuck off but he yeah he was very sexually um uh charged after I had babies (laughs) and my boobs were the size of Oklahoma. I mean, they were huge and he's a boob guy. So he was like, oh my God, how do I get my hands on those? But I have kind of a unique story. Um, I was, uh I was date raped in college oh, no. and I buried it in my brain and then remembered it years later. And I don't think because of that, I didn't really deal with the trauma. But mm. when I pushed a baby out of my vagina, it triggered a lot of trauma.
1: This is very common. Alyssa Milano yes. had a similar thing when she delivered her children. She had uh, reawakened it, her it, sexual yeah, trauma ex- exactly as well. Right.
0: Very common ladies. Yep. Get that checked out. So I was like shops closed. Yeah. It was a, it was a struggle for me to be vulnerable. Mm. It it was a real struggle for me. So my personal experience is probably not typical because it took me a long time to just relax. Like I couldn't How long would you say? And I kept going, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand, like this is my husband. I love him. Sex is great. But my whole body was like, absolutely not.
1: Interesting. Absolutely not. Like your your vagina would get closed off. Like you physically just had a repulsion towards him. Like, don't even touch me. Don't, I I don't want this. I wasn't
0: repulsed. I was nervous. Uh, I was like, I was nervous uh, Yes, yes.
1: sure, sure. um,
0: About it. Where I'd never had this issue ever until I pushed a baby out of my vagina. And I Mm. believe that that act of going through my vagina just, triggered all this trauma I had never dealt with. Mm. And I dealt, I quote, dealt with it in therapy, but I dealt with it at, at such a delayed time. You know, it was years after the actual trauma, because I just buried it totally. And it, you know, you hear about people who say, things come back like that. It came back like that. I was mm. watching a movie that had nothing to do with nothing. And mm-hmm. I turned to my girlfriend and went, we have to leave right now. I have to tell you this, or I'm gonna bury it again. So, let's go home and we'll talk about this. And then I talked about it in therapy, but I don't think I ever really felt how it made me feel. Mm. You know, I just shut it down and functioned on. So, when that happened, (laughs) it shut me down a little bit. So, it took a lot of talking to Bert about, because I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't know why I was feeling very shut down and afraid. So, I had to talk to him a lot about, like, this is how I'm feeling and I know you're frustrated, but help me get there, help me Help me feel comfortable. And he did, he was really great, and he was really impatient at the same time, <laughs> you know. That seems to be the common
1: denominator with um, husbands and yeah. my, <laughs> yeah, they just push, push, push. They're just, They're like, they want on. what they
0: want, and they want, want it, I gotta patriarchy, ejaculate. patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. entitled,
1: I need to come. Yeah,
0: blah, 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 yeah, yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Just a hand job then, Leanne. hand job. I'm yeah. like, it's still fucking sex
1: on yeah. some level. Well, but you know, but then again, I do advocate, um, the loving assist, as Dan Savage oh, would say. Oh, I do say. too, yeah. yeah. Like, it, like, just throw him a bone.
0: No, I'm... Just the I'm, handy... I'm, hey.
1: the, no, I wouldn't even say the mouth, because you're so, like... the Mouth is, like, saint, if you can give a blowjob, you're a freaking saint. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I did a podcast about this. Yeah. It's a, a sex podcast. Wife of the Party. Wife sex of the party. Episode. The sex episode. I read a book before I got married that was written by a gay man about how to give oral sex. Oh. And it was really helpful. Because let me tell you, ladies, if you're good at it, it happens really fast. Really? And they love it. So then I go well. If they love it, then I should try to do it from time to time. From time to time. From time to time. What do you, what do you consider time to time? Let's be be honest. Once
1: a quarter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, Leanne Dolan, out the quarterly. Once a quarter. You now, know, is this before very after? Very pragmatic. Yeah. Very pragmatic. Is this before after you see the statement, the income statement, right. the banks? <laughs> You're like depends. Yeah. How many how many zeros for Bert to get <laughs> a hand on his beanbag at the same no, time? No, it's not related to money. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: every three months or so three mo-
1: every three months of bj yeah. i feel like that's a good standard
0: well i mean if it were up to me i would say never i yeah. don't ever want to do terrible. that i don't fucking I hate it
1: i fucking hate it but i worst, read yeah. that
0: book because i thought yeah. well if it's something i want him to feel good you know i want him to have what he wants of course so uh, it's it's not about sex isn't all about what you get right. it's about what you give also i mean you can't just mm. be one-sided it's about what you give Interesting. And how you make the other person feel about themselves and about your relationship. What's wrong?
1: I go opposite. You do? You're a giver. You're a giver. Yeah. Here's what I like to do I like to go with what would excite me. Yeah. And because that's how Tom, like, whatever excites me gets Tom excited too. Yeah. (sighs) Let me just try to think how to phrase this.
0: Like, but a no job doesn't excite you and you know that he wants one.
1: Well, I, I do. Here's the deal. Like, I do those. I wouldn't, I don't know, quarterly.
0: <laughs> like you have it on your calendar. You don't track it. A, I have a blowjob tracker. <laughs> Ding! Blowjob time! Today's the day. Bert would love that so much. <laughs> don't think he wouldn't be checking that tracker like <laughs> weekly. Is this a week? 100%. <laughs> it's another genius idea for the people. It is a genius. Oh, yeah, there you go. The
1: blowjob app for the married ladies <laughs> that once a quarter you look over his financial statements and depending how good it is, you give him a blowjob. No.
0: Or maybe you do once a week for a month, and then you're done for the year. How much? Once a week for a month—that's four quarters. That's true, and, and then the you year. get up.
1: No, yeah, see, so you think <laughs> that works. That's husband math is oh, way totally. different. Like TikTok, bitch, because the poison refuels. It does. You have it? to release their mm-hmm. poison, yeah. and then it tanks up again. You have to release the valve. But I've found that yeah, like that. My, so, so your technique is to just you take one from the team, and you just you go and you give him a BJ once a quarter,
0: and you do a. Fucking fabulous, And job. you do that. Fa- okay, I'd like yeah. to read this book.
1: Can, can you find the title? Do you, it's in, it's in it's Wife for the my, Party. It's on
0: wi- if wifeotp.com. There's a link to w- that book.
1: WOTP.com. O- t- no, p.com. Wife. No. Okay. O- t- p. Wife. o t p. Here she yeah. is. wife is
0: wifeotp.com.
1: Wife.OTP.com. O- t- if you
0: look in, if you want to find it now, you can look in the like Food for Thought, I think it is. And keep going down.
1: Oh, this is great. So she's got keep going down. a book club keep, with keep all these books. Keep going down scroll down scroll down God damn it scroll down, down. you are slow, slow Mister. right mofo. there
0: sex tips i can't read it because i'm a sex glass tips phone. for straight
1: women i'm assuming it says click on it god damn it sex tips for straight women from a gay man that's fantastic i would love to read this go
0: because through. who knows better how to pleasure no, a man uh, than a gay man 100
1: uh, so go to wifeotp.com and order it through there so she gets a little amazon kickback you guys if you're interested in giving your husband blowjobs, which I I kind of am. Here's what I like to do. Like I said, I'll find what excites me mm-hmm. so that I'm into it when he and I actually do have a moment to do it. Mm-hmm. And that way it's exciting for him. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? I like do. They
0: get very turned on when you're very turned on. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. I like that. Yeah, no, but that's, but that's okay. But that's really, you're giving to him. I'm giving to, time. to him. Because
1: yeah. I don't want, I'm not sexual right now. I mean, I'm sick right now, but maybe... No, i get sexual when i'm not okay i can't talk about this anymore okay let's go on (laughs) sex after baby having sex with babies in the room do you believe in joining mom groups do you belong to any i don't yeah what's your feeling on that i
0: don't believe and i don't belong (laughs) um you know Mm -hmm. i i remember taking my kids when they were little and i just remember women like whining yeah and i just don't do well with whining and maybe that was just my group but i think Yeah, I don't do that. But I think that, I think some women need support.
1: I know, I would love to join one. You know? Like an online one, because that way you don't actually have to do anything but read. Or leave your house. Yeah, I don't leave my house, especially with small kids. Okay, do you have any mom drama stories? Mom drama? Yeah, like any bitches at your school that you're like, give beef with? (laughs) I don't know, I always imagine that there's mom i have mom like zero beef. let me try to think of my mom you girl. know
0: i have to say there are some moms. <laughs> me saw, how about that how
1: about that bitch
0: there's some moms yeah that are drama right uh, that my kids are friends with
1: oh shit. so
0: my kids are friends with their kids so it is very hard to manage yourself with that other adult right because if the if the other adult is wackadoo mm. you don't want to offend them because then that mom will separate her daughter from mine and they have a good relationship and the daughter's not wackadoo Mm. yet Mm. so then you go how do i manage myself within the context of this woman's delusional world Mm. that's really difficult that's been the hardest thing i don't really deal with drama if someone Mm -mm. comes with drama i'm like bye but there's this one mom that i have this I definitely have to temper everything oh, that I would usually do with other people with her to maintain my daughter's relationship with her daughter.
1: What a nightmare.
0: It's really a lot of energy. It's a mm. lot of work, mm. but, and I keep her very at arm's length for me, but, um, and there's more than one mom that's like this.
1: Oh no. Yeah. yeah see, Women are crazy. Yeah. Women yeah. are
0: crazy. I know. Unless they've done some work on I themselves, know. They're usually crazy. Bitches
1: be cray. I know. It's so hard. It is so freaking hard. It's just like people, I, I mean, I guess I assumed when people have children, like we all join this club where mm. we're all awesome. Like it transforms you. And no. like, it's just high school. But now we all have kids. That's right. And you have to find like the one person in the class that you think is normal. Like That's that right. Parent. That's right. For me, it's the, the Persians. There's like this Persian couple. It's pretty dope. That's awesome. <laughs> and then there's this uh, dad. We call him the porn star dad because he wears sweatpants every day to get his kit. And he's got the hugest dong. Oh, my God. And everybody's like, porn star dads. <laughs> and he, anyway, I should talk about it because probably people are listening that go to my kid's school. Anyways, that's it. Uh, wife of the party, thank you so much for being here. Well, I'm so is happy there, to be here. Yeah, is always. there anything else uh, you wanted to mention or plug or?
0: That's all I got going on.
1: Well, let me tell you, it's not all because you and I <laughs> are coming up with a, a secret thing that's going to release pretty soon, let's say in October. I'm not going to say too much, but Maybe. I'm so excited. I think I think we're going to come together and do a very powerful thing. And um, check out Leanne's podcast, support her. And uh, thank you so much for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Email me at where my mom's at, at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184. And send me videos. I love videos. I will play them on the next episode when I do a solo cast. And uh, and that's it, bros. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Leanne. I love oh, you. I love you, too. You're the best. You're the best. All right. Bye, moms. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at?
0: Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting thongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at?
1: Where my moms at? Podcast. With Christina P.